The Canucks keep winning meaningless games. And now the newest prospect is in town. Aiden McDonough is now officially a Vancouver Canuck. We're going to talk about that all today on Locked On Canucks. It's Begsy, it's Bowen, and you're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's episode of Locked On Canucks, my name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and part-time credentialed media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. And before we dive into today's show, we want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow is to listen every day and subscribe. Now, Kyle, I know you got a lot on your mind today, and uh, we're going to get to that uh, later on in the show, but I just want to give you a quick, uh, quick, how are you? How are you doing today, bud? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. More on me a little bit later. Again, we'll uh, we'll save the comment corner for the end of the show because, yeah, we got to save the best for last. And me, I'm doing, you know me, Trevor, okay? As usual, I'm all over the place. It's kind of it's kind of as if I'm going back in time to when Henrik and Daniel retired. You know what I'm saying? But, again, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. We're also going to debut our first edition of the Marcus Granlin Player of the Week. <laughs> and we'll tell you a little bit about that later. But first, we want to get into some news and notes. <laughs> and obviously, the big news of, the t- of today for the Vancouver Canucks is that they have signed Aiden McDonough. They were, uh, they're 20, a 23-year-old now. He was a seventh-round pick back in 2019. Uh, guys come a long ways, man. And, you know, he, he played out his career at Northeastern University. He was captain there. Uh, big school goal scorer, big time shot, big time power play producer. He is now a member of the Vancouver Canucks. And there was a lot of talk about him over the past year, potentially, you know, not signing in Vancouver. You know, when he went back for another season last year, his senior season, there was some concern. And even Patrick Alvin has come out publicly that he kind of gave a last call to McDonough uh, last spring when he decided to go back for one more year. But none of that matters now because he is signed uh, as a member of the Vancouver Canucks a two-year entry-level deal deal paying him $925,000 per season. Not a bad little pay bump for the 23-year-old who should start the season with the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Kyle, what were your initial you know, thoughts about <laughs> thoughts. Uh, the seventh-round pick coming over and signing with the Vancouver Canucks? Well, congratulations, and thanks for giving this organization a chance with your with your career, right? The start of your NHL career, which is a little bit of a risk. Let's be honest. Let's be real. I think he probably would have had options to do this somewhere else if he just played it out. But here he is picking the Canucks. And for that, I'm, I'm appreciative because that's, that's the city. That's the team. So thank you. Thank you. Now, I will say this is, this is very deja vu-like. We've seen this almost every year. Every year, right? A little moral victory to top off what's been a pretty destructive season. So let's not let this be a smokescreen. For real, and demand more in the offseason. So good win for the good win for the team. Good win for McDonough. Good win for the Canucks and Alvin and Rutherford. But there's so much more work to be done. I'm, yeah. you, you, okay, the, the people, they, they caught me on, on the wrong day. It's Monday. I'm supposed to you know start the week with the vibes, give the people momentum for the rest of the week. But you've seen what's happened to me, okay? You've seen what happened to me. <laughs> today and I'm a bit all over the place and here I'm, here I am being pretty much like overly pessimistic about 
uh, this, not pessimistic, but my energy towards this situation is, again, very deja vu-like, very negative, very whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, uh, you know, if, if you are listening to us through audio only right now, Kyle was pointing at his Green Bay Packers hat, and uh, obviously it was a big news day for the Green Bay Packers. But since this is the Canuck show, we're, we're going to touch about Kyle's thoughts and feelings later on in the episode. I do have the same kind of thoughts as you with Aiden McDonough. It's, you know, good for the kid. I'm excited to see what he can bring to the team at the NHL level. But fans may just need to make sure they pump the brakes, you know. Pump it. I think it's easy to overestimate a guy, especially when there's been, you know, a year plus of talk. Like, will he sign with the Vancouver Canucks? Or is he going to walk and be a free agent? And are we going to lose this prospect for nothing? Like, there's that kind of hoopla that makes you overrate a prospect. At the end of the day, you know, McDonough is a skilled player who has some flaws. I think the foot speed is an obvious flaw and it waits to be seen how he keeps up at both the AHL and NHL levels, you know, where he is a good hockey player is his two way awareness is strong and has gotten better throughout his college career. And he's just got a knack for scoring goals. He got an NHL ready shot and Cam Robinson has had the status. Well, he tweeted out today, 44% of his goals throughout his NCAA career came on the power play. Nice. So he is, a power play producer, um, strong player, good at getting to the middle of the ice. Um, but again, we're probably looking at a guy who's, I, I personally see him right now as a fourth line power play specialist. You know, Whoa. maybe get some soft, some soft matchups on the fourth line, um, hold your minutes uh, at even strength, and then capitalize on some opportunities on power play too. I think that's where he's going to end up as an NHLer, but obviously we don't know yet. We don't know. Uh, he has to make the jump from, you know, college hockey to pro hockey still. So, um again i think with the with the structure of this deal and he had some negotiating power because he could have walked as a free agent he will get a shot uh, at the nhl first before playing in the ahl and it's likely next year will be a big season in the ahl for him and you know i i, I said the coach well, okay, got to pump the brakes on mcdonough can i can i like cut you off there okay so it's yeah. a two-year deal and he's probably going to burn the first year this year right yeah correct so it's basically it's basically a one-year and change deal and so yeah i feel as if he needs to do he needs to do whatever it takes to to make the NHL next season. That's an obvious statement, not just for the organization, but for himself too. For real, for real. Because I feel as if if he does crack the lineup and maybe he impresses, there is a lot of offensive power on this team and there's a lane there for him to pad some stats going into a, a scenario where he needs a new contract. So maybe that was a good play for him, like for the Canucks, you know? Extra motivation, not give him the, the, the three years. Yeah, yeah. I'm, again, I'm curious to see how it all works out with him. Because, um, again, he's got, you know, next year's a big prove you're afraid of McDonough yeah. and the rest of the season as well, for sure. True, 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 um, true. But I think two reasons why we need to pump the brakes. And there's recent examples of the Canucks, you know, overhyping college players, we'll call it that. But, and these were two of two players who also played at Northeastern University, just like McDonough. But it was Tyler Madden and Adam Gaudet. Now, Tyler Madden never played a game for the Vancouver Canucks. He was traded as part of the Tyler Toffoli deal. But at the time, he was seen as this, like, on the rise, can't-miss prospect. He's going to be great. He had 37 points in 27 games uh, during his last year of university hockey. Um, so he was basically a 21-year-old at that point, or 20 turning 21. Um, he has yet to play an NHL game. He's been pretty much a half-point-per-game player in the AHL, albeit he plays for a stacked Kings team. So... Despite all the hype on Tyler Madden, hasn't really worked out. Adam Gaudet, I think fans in Vancouver know his story a lot better. Um, he was rushed to the NHL, according to Trent Call. He said that in an interview last year. 
and just never really developed at the AHL level. He obviously has uh, some offensive gifts, but it just hasn't worked out. So, And Adam Goddett was a much more prolific player than Aiden McDonough. So Aiden McDonough this season had wow. 38 points in 34 games for his final year of university hockey. And it was very similar to his production last year. And Adam Goddett's last season of university hockey, he had 30 goals and 60 points in 38 games. So he was much more prolific offensively than Aiden McDonough, and it still didn't work out at the NHL level. So, again, excited to see what Aiden McDonough brings. But I think for those reasons, Kyle, you got to pump the brakes. You got to pump the brakes if you're a fan of Aiden McDonough and the Canucks. Yeah, and uh, there you go, there you go, Trevor. There you go, Kyle. Just, just on a uh, on a seventh round pick. You know who who made oh, it? Oh come you on! Know, no, I would I would say it. I would. Uh, I wouldn't you know, call we kind of you know. I wouldn't call it yeah, that. you know, just 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 telling people and, and telling McDonough too, like. Okay, whatever, buddy. Whatever, buddy. Whatever, dude. Seventh round pick. You made it. Whatever, buddy. Crazy, yeah, right? Crazy lot, how it works, of, man. You and I are podcasters, you know, doing this, and that dude just did that. And more. Dude, come on, man. He's doing something. Come on. That was, that. like, you know what I'm saying? This, it's crazy how we can do this, and it's, it's cool, too, but it's like, damn, this guy's really living my first dream because I want to be a Vancouver Canuck. That was the first thing I ever wanted to do. And we're just like, yeah, whatever, buddy. Nice. Nice. Yeah, but, nice but, <laughs> it's nothing. Cool times. I think I think Canuck fandom has just toughened us up mm-hmm. a little bit, Kyle. You know? Yeah. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes when your team's been mediocre for a decade plus. And on that note, again, congratulations to McDonough. And thank you for picking our city. For real. 100%. Um, two other signings I want to get to in this little news and notes section of the Vancouver Canucks here in segment one of Locked On Canucks. Uh, the Canucks also signed Phil Giuseppe to a deal, uh, a two-year extension. And, you know, the guy, he's held his own at the NHL level. I think he's good depth for this organization. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he looked good alongside JT Miller mm-hmm. and um, Brock Besser at points. And, again, he's can produce at the NHL level. He can kill penalties. He's responsible defensively. So that's just good on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he signed for the league minimum of $775,000 for this season and next. And a nice $500,000 for playing in the minors. I mean, I can see why he signed this deal. Damn. What, a, hu- what a hustler, man. I, I, I enjoy watching him play because of his effort level. Of his effort level. I mean, he's not the best defensively, but I feel as if he's just in there. You know, he's in there and he's he's on the four check. He's trying hard and... Why not, right? You're trying to make your dreams come true. And, you know, in a sense, he just did because he landed a new deal. And that's that's good for him, man. I'm, 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 I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. What a name, dude. What a name. Shout out to that sandwich shop on commercial. I don't know the name of it, but it's a great Italian sandwich for real. For real. <laughs> dude, DiCiepi. Yeah. I'm probably, I'm butchering that for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, he's he's been in a great, great fine for the Canucks. And I, I was happy to see him get his NHL shot this season. I know mm-hmm. injuries. Kind of got in the way last season. We all thought he was going to make the team out of camp. I think you remember that, right? When it was supposed to be Jason Dickinson and Phil DiGiuseppe were supposed to be the, the number one penalty killers for this team. And then that, yeah. just, uh, that just never transpired. So happy for him. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on uh, was the Canucks have signed defenseman Kirill Kudryatsev to a three-year entry-level deal. Now, he was the seventh-round pick uh, in last year's draft in 2022. And at Knox Misconduct, and elsewhere on the web, we kind of deemed him as a potential steal. Now, this guy was supposed to be like kind of a third, fourth round pick. And you know, he ended up slipping to the seventh round. But he's a defenseman who seems to be um, 
pretty good at both ends of the ice, at least at the junior level. Um, good defensive awareness, but he also had around 40 points in 60 games during uh, his draft eligible season last year. So, again, when we, we've talked before about Herodic needing to play with that responsible left side defenseman, um, he's at Kirill Kudryatsev. It's obviously a long way from that, but uh, Profiles as a guy who, who who might have what it takes to make it for the NHL level. And if that's the case, it would be a, another nice win for this Canucks drafting team if another seventh-round pick like McDonough could uh, play some NHL games. Let us know in the comments below if you know how to pronounce that last name. Let's uh, let's cut to break, right? We got to do that now. You're listening to Locked On Canucks and uh, Trevor, man. You you been you been drinking that stuff? You been doing that? Of course, man. Of course, every day. There you go. Oh, I thought it was like a little segue to the ad, you know? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, you want me to do the ad? Read? Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we still practicing, bro. We still we still practicing, okay? I almost thought you were, I thought I almost thought you were gonna take over and do the read of that <laughs> the way you were sliding that up. That was funny. Um, yeah, so I've been drinking that stuff every day, and that stuff is called athletic greens. And because I've been drinking it, I've been able to begin to leave my uh, my vacation dad bod in the dust. So hey. what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals whole source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. You know, Kyle, I usually get up at 4 a.m. That's to crazy, work on my dude. content. I know, man. I know. It's it's a grind. But hey, let, them know how you, let them know why you're waking up at 4 a.m. because you're drinking this stuff for real. I wake up at 4 a.m. because I look forward to that scoop of athletic greens. <laughs> yeah, I can tell, Otherwise, man. I otherwise tell. I'm sleeping until 8. No, I can tell, um, man, because the other day, I remember you leaving me a text message at 4.15 saying, this stuff is amazing. And I was like, why are you waking me up just to let me? It's crazy, man. Oh, man, yeah. So waking up at 4 a.m. And, you no, know, I used to start with the coffee, but now it's that scoop of AG1 first thing in the morning, and it is a great way to start my day. You know, as a dad, I, I do need my sleep. Got to get to bed nice and early. Um, but having that athletic greens supports better sleep quality, recovery, and mental clarity and alertness. When you use AG1, you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Whoa. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Whoa. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Beautiful, man. Who needs health insurance when you got Athletic Greens? Now you're back on Locked on Canucks and... Man, that was a jam-packed first segment, man. I feel I feel very canucked up. I'm not gonna lie. Canucked up. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's something there's something that rhymes with that, and it makes me feel about this team. But that's that's <laughs> beside the point. Um, oh man. One, uh, you know, one big part of being a Canuck fan has, over the last few years at least, has been analyzing the sea of Grandlands. And uh, shout out to the late great Jason Botchford, who originally deemed this term about four years ago and he's still you know one of my favorite journalists of all time and you know, one rest love, in peace, one love. Jason Botchford. One love. but I thought it kind of made me think again looking at this roster right now that we should 
maybe we should think of doing a Marcus Granlin of the Week award. Oh, yeah. And, you and, nailed and this really... one, bro. I, yo, bro, I'm so impressed with this segment right here, and you're just turning more and more into a producer every single day. And I, I feel as if you're just making strides because you're just going straight to the point. You're not you're not trying to hide what this is about. There's no metaphors here. We're going straight to the point. You just brought up Aiden McDonough, you know, college free agent, NCAA guy, signs at the end of the year, moral victory. And then you have this award right here, which always happens too. Who's that guy at the end of the year? who shouldn't be scoring all these goals, but he is. That being said, Dries, I like the guy. Because, again, the hustle, man. I These journeymen, because, yo, Begsy, you and I, you know, we're the D. Giuseppe's. We're, we're the Sheldon Dries of the world, okay? So when these guys are doing it, how can you not, you know, feel it too? It's relatable. Yeah, exactly. And in case you didn't catch that, uh, Sheldon Dries is our first – First winner of the Marcus Granlin of the Week Award. And, and really, again, when you've looked at this Canuck roster for the past five, six, seven years, there have been a bunch of guys kind of in the middle six, bottom of the lineup, who are just guys. They're just there. But, you know, eventually one of them steps up. And this week it, it was Sheldon Dries. I wanted to bring him up because he scored his 10th goal of the season whoop, on whoop. Saturday night against the Sens. And it was a snipe. It, it was an absolute snipe, man. I mean... I'll tell you, when I was watching the game on the weekend, it's Saturday. It's, it's the day off for us. So I was at the pub. I was having a few drinks. Uh, I wasn't paying super close attention, but that snipe caught my eye, man. How could it not? He lasered that one top shelf. And I was kind of surprised to see that it was his 10th goal of the season. So he has scored 10 goals in just 46 games. Now he's obviously hasn't Whoa. played in a bunch of Canucks games as a scratch and, and being a call-up. But over a full season, his basically scoring at almost an 18-goal pace. 17.8 goals per 82 games would be his pace right now. So for a guy who many predicted wouldn't even be at the NHL level, he's scored, again, 17.8 goals per 82 games. It's pretty impressive. Very. Uh, I will say, in, in, in Marcus Granlin-like fashion, he's obviously not uh, a perfect player. Um, I will say on Saturday, in a game that the Canucks pretty much outplayed Ottawa, I know the chances shots were relatively even. Sheldon Dries had a, a 16% expected goal differential on Saturday, which is, uh, which is pretty bad. Pretty bad. Good. Pretty bad. Okay. Good. I'm, I'm not um, sure on the data. I'm not sure on the data. Look look at you, Begsy, okay? This guy's trying to get paid at the end of the season. Like, he's one of us, bro. And you just you just driving the bus and running him, running him over right after you just, you know, score 10 goals, you know, in 46 games with 17.8 goals per 82. Like, dude, just let this guy sign a three-year you know, three point seven million dollar deal. You know, one point two a year, whatever. You know, with someone else. And <laughs> come on, there you go, man. You you know, if some if some GM listens to this, he's still a two way player, bro. And it's your fault. Uh, when did Jim? When did the ghost of Jim Benning just enter your body? You want to sign Sheldon Dries to a three year, three point seven million dollar deal? Not, not per, not per. I'm talking. Oh, you know, I'm not talking per. I'm talking like one point two six per year. You know, just to reward the guy. Like maybe he gets, maybe still, he gets up man. to like, maybe he gets to like fourteen or fifteen goals here. And he just you know, somebody sees that, then they use the calculator, and he's like, yo, 19.7 goals per 82 games for a guy who plays 11. Yo, this guy deserves it, bro. Come on, man. We saw what happened. With Maybe he gets like a Curtis Lazar type of deal, but never mind now because some GM or four GMs just watched Lockdown Canucks and heard Trevor Bags just run this guy over, man. He's one of us, Bagsy. Remember that. <laughs> Sheldon Dries, yeah. I, uh, I I will say he's filled in admirably, admirably considering his, you know, NHL potential and ceiling. Uh, he's basically played third line center for a good chunk of the season, but you know, I'm not really seeing him elevate his line mates a lot. Like right now he's been playing with Kravstov and Pod Colson. And I would say Pod Colson for the most part has been carrying those two players around the ice when the three have been out together. So 
Uh, again, I just want to celebrate Sheldon Drys a little bit. You know, we got to admit that he's no, not the don't. perfect player. No, you don't, dude. Come on, He's not man. the perfect player. He's not the perfect player, but he is our Marcus Granlin of the week. Oh, now, Kyle, we got one more segment to go here on Locked On Canucks. But before we get to there, um, you asked me how I'm taking Athletic Greens every day. Well, guess what? I'm also eating Built Bar mm-hmm, every day. Good. That's nice. Because, oh, yeah. It is mm-hmm, good. 100%. Okay. Great. I mean, if you're like me and you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise the taste, then, man, I've got the thing just for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. What makes what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolat. That's right. What? Real chocolat. What? This is not locked and on Canadians, br- buddy. Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, you well, gotta know you your know, people, uh, bro. You gotta know your people. For real. One day bro. I'm gonna read the ad on Francais, but uh, okay. today it's just that one word. Um, Built Bars also become come in unbelievably good flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and chocolate Whoa, almond. Hold up, dude. Churro? Did you say churro? I can eat. I can eat this Built Bar churro version and just get on with my day. Pair that up with that lettuce greens and just do whatever the you know do whatever I want. Are you serious? Pretty much, man. It'll uh, it'll make you feel better about the departure of Aaron Rodgers, but we'll we'll Ooh. talk about that in a sec. Um, because I again, I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars, especially that churro one, man. These bars are so good. They taste like a candy bar, but they still manage to maintain amazing macros. And what's better, even better than that, is they're healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. You can order your favorite flavor of Built Bars today at Built.com. The other day, you know, I was eating a Built Bar and, dude, didn't even get stuck in my teeth. You know, for real. Think about that. You know, sometimes we eat these healthy bars, bro, and... You got to carry a brush with you, you know? So, eat up. Build yourself up. Built bar. <laughs> Boom. Locked on Canucks. Trevor Beggs. Kyle Bowen. Comment corner, okay? For real. We're going to save the best for last. It's all about the people. You know, Beggs, he did say about five minutes ago that, you know, he was at the bar during the Senators game and he had no time to record a Locked on Canucks podcast. Whereas, I'm, you know, I'm ready to go whenever. So, in the comments below... Uh, just let me know that that's appreciated, okay? Team Kyle, because I would have been there. I would have been there. I would have been there. But Begsy, you know, he puts his family and his recreational activities over you. It is what it is. But again, common corner, we got two paired up as one because it was just easy to print screen. We got one from Locked On Senators, Go Sands Go. I threw that in there because these guys DM'd us on Twitter. And they're one of the most popping podcasts on the network covering the NHL NHL. Uh, NHL teams, okay, and he, he or they, both message us, and I'm just yeah, like, Ross damn. and Brandon. I'm just there. You go, there you go. Thank, thanks for the names, and I'm just like, damn, these guys are so nice. People at Lockdown want to see everyone win. That's something else, and that's how we're gonna win a championship for real, okay? So one love to the Sens and their fans and, and that podcast. I know you guys are struggling, but it is what it is. And then we have another guy saying players don't say bleep because it would, it would what? I'm wearing my sunglasses. Okay, players don't, don't say bleep because it would hurt their brand. They just want to make enough dough and peace out, blah, blah, blah. Speaking of brand, okay, speaking of brand and players not having a lot of personality in the NHL, a.k.a. not posting a lot on social media, a.k.a. just not having a lot of fun. Kind of relative, but not, okay? Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, right? He's pretty much done. I'm feeling emotional. Again, it feels as if I'm going back in time to when Henrik and Daniel retired, right? Just I had that same feeling. I'm, I'm remembering all the memories 
and I'm throwing a, I'm throwing away all the all the BS I said about them and all the anger that I poured over them. I'm just forgetting that and just remembering the memories and being grateful for the amount of time they offered me, right? Because they gave me hope, and hope is all we have. And here are these athletes doing the best they can who happen to play for my favorite teams. Again, giving me hope, and I'm grateful for that. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Henrik and Daniel, Aaron Rodgers, competitive teams, hope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, over the weekend or maybe like three days ago, there was three Jets player, three Jets players, current Jet players, some of the best players on the Jets. They were having an Aaron Rodgers ritual-like ceremony, burning a cheese head and pretty much asking, asking Aaron Rodgers to come to the Jets while their quarterback, the second overall pick from a couple of years ago, is still on the roster. You will never see this. Sh- <laughs> I almost said the S word again. You'll never say, see this in the NHL. But I, I like that stuff. I like that stuff, man. For real. It's entertaining. It's, it's, it's WWE-like. For real. Now, can the NHL yeah. be more WWE-like minus all the, the injuries and, like, the maybe, like, like, less fights or, you know, just can we just have some theater in the NHL for real? And on that note, honestly, I, would, I wouldn't mind if there, there were more fights in the NHL. There's, there's something about it, something about it, something different. But, hey, can the NHL just be a little bit more like that? The answer is no. Yeah, well, maybe one day, though, right? It's it's funny that you brought, bring up the fights because, you know, I think we have so much awareness about concussions and fighting. Yeah. And, you know, for the most part, we realize it's probably not good that it happens. But that being said, what do, what do like, casual fans that talk to you, Kyle, and you listening out there, what do casual fans bring up to you most? Probably how much they love hockey fights. Like That's one of the number one things I hear from casual fans. They think hockey fights are just, like, freaking awesome. Well, they, 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 they like, again, they and like the different. theater. It's different. They like the theater. Like, they like how it's provoking and bro I, i've seen i've seen pat mcafee ironically we're talking about aaron Rodgers. i've seen pat mcafee tweet a lot about hockey fights you know and he's bringing the game to his audience via those highlights now he does sometimes post other highlights as well and that's good because you know it, it is about the game but again there's something about the physicality of hockey that stands out stands out and let's be honest we're humans what was what was probably the first sport it's in it's in us to view and be entertained by a fight, because again, that was probably one of the first sports in mankind. For real, for real, for real. Now, to answer your question again, I've been seeing more YouTubers, and this is just something the NHL has to do. They just got to blow up their marketing budget and just keep sending Connor McDavid highlights to all these YouTubers to react to, because he's the dude. He's the dude. It's, it's the fights and the physicality. It's at number two, number three the, on how you sell the game. Right now, though, at number one and way above. Fighting and physicality is Connor McDavid because he is the best athlete in his sport playing right now, for real, for real. I think I, Mahomes is up there, for real, but individually speaking, the stats are just unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this in the NHL. There's still, you know, 17, 18 games left, and this guy's what, like tw- 127 points, 128 points? What? And why do I feel like he's going to get 170 next season, for real? He's that good. Yeah. One one final thought for me before we get out of here, Kyle. But I was listening to the the latest episode of the West Coast Express podcast over the weekend done by Scott Rintoul. And Trevor Lynn was talking about how dominant Jerome McGinley was in mm-hmm. the 2004 playoffs. And it had me thinking about, you know, from a Canucks perspective, like, could that be Elias Pedersen one day? Could that be Elias Pedersen in the playoffs just single-handedly carrying this team? And I started thinking, why, why couldn't Connor McDavid? I mean, he almost did it last year, but they still got swept in the, in the conference finals. Like why couldn't Connor McDavid be this guy this year in a pretty weak Western Conference? 
I don't know, man. I'm, you'll never hear me cheering for the Oilers, but I've never felt more bullish on them making the cup final than I do right now. Bringing up the past, comparing McDavid to... But we got Aiden McDonough, so it's all good. It's all it's good. All Aiden McDonough's here. Remember, remember a couple of years ago when somebody compared or brought up how Patterson was going to be better than McDavid? That was yeah, that was really bad for the NHL, for real. That was really bad. You know, as a media market in Vancouver, you know, we got to be doing better because I know it's about the stories and the clicks, but we got to be telling the truth about the league to really spread it. And right now, McDavid is that guy. Don't don't yeah. lie on McDavid's name because he can do a lot, and you should not be comparing Patterson ever to Connor McDavid because, yeah, it's because it's Connor McDavid. True, the whole Oilers thing, you know, it's just Connor McDavid. You want to grow the game, you want to grow the NHL. That's the dude. That's the dude. You don't have to. You don't have to ask this guy to be more personable. Just don't. Don't get this guy to do things he's not comfortable doing or not great at. Just show people the highlights because the common sports fan can tell that his athleticism is on another level, and that's what we'll marvel at for real. Yeah, don't compare Patterson to McDavid. And you know, you listening right now, we know that's not you, so it's all good. Yeah. But if you got friends who are doing that, tell them off, Dude. and then tell them to listen to Locked On Canucks. <laughs> We want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen today. Now make your second listen game to game. Locked On NHL. Every moment, every performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across Locked On NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL. Available on Audacity, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Bowen. Thanks for listening to Locked On Canucks. Go Canucks. Peace. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.